Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. Welcome to Spouse Tales. Hi, I'm Kathy Signo, and I want to let you know you cannot make this stuff you up. You cannot make this up. Uh, there's nothing about it that you can make up. We are excited today. We've got one of our favorite people back with us. Beverly um, is amazing, and you probably know her. She's extremely, um, she's got extreme wealth of knowledge when it comes to specialty practices, has her own business, works also in her husband, Dr. Carl Smith's practice in Alexandria, Virginia. Beverly, welcome. Good to see you. Hi, ladies. It's so nice to see you guys, and thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled. So Kathy and I have been doing um, a short series, and you know, we like to keep our short, and we kind of do that for people. We have been doing this um, series on, you know, how, how things have changed since COVID. You know, one of the things that we talked about is what's, what's something that you learned about yourself, or you learned about you and your spouse, or you learned about the team during that time? I mean, what, what's something that you would share that you learned? So I definitely learned that I'm a better cook than I thought I was. <laughs> we, you know, you had to get this new normal of actually using your kitchen, right? And all these utensils that you've bought along the years. So, yeah. so we definitely did a lot of cooking and that was a really fun experience to be able to do some of those things together as well. So, so cooking was probably one of the, the things that I learned about myself is that I'm a much better cook than I actually thought that I was. Okay, so um, I'm going to ask you. I got to yeah. ask you because Kathy and I've talked about this. They talk about the college 10 and I call it the COVID 20. Yeah. And so that way it makes me feel better because I'm really closer to the college 10 than the COVID 20. Yeah. So did, did anybody in your household gain any weight? We actually didn't, but I'll tell you, I mean, we probably could have, you, both of us could stand to probably lose a few pounds anyway, but, but we didn't because I think, you know, when you go out and you're eating out all those rich foods and all those things, yeah. you know, you're actually cooking a lot healthier you know, when you yeah. have to do it yourself. So yeah. And unfortunately, it. I'm not a, I've, I'm, I've never been somebody who really, um, I love sweets, but I never made a lot of sweets and that, you know, I'm doing a little commercial for Instapot. I don't know if you guys know this, but that's thinking Instapot. I don't even like cheesecake. And we figured out how to make a cheesecake in the Instapot. It's crazy it's good. Amazing. And it makes two at the same time. So let's just say, um, yeah, it was more sweets than I should have had. <laughs> you can do that. I think there's a really low-cal version of the Instapot cheesecake. Okay. So I'm going to have to find walking, that one because this walking. other didn't quite work out the way I wanted it yeah. to. You found time too, though, during this time to take walks. You know, those are things that we don't, we, we haven't done. We haven't actually just gotten out to walk our neighborhood and, and all these new things. So it was actually, we learned that staying home wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Yeah. I think that's definitely, you know, one of the things that we learned. And I also think we stress ourselves so much at the office, you know, the production goals and the collection goals. And when this happened, you're like, oh my goodness, what, what are we going to do? All that stress kind of stops and a new stress comes about the fact that you don't yeah. have stress from having the stress from the goals, from meeting the yeah. goals. And so it's yeah. just incredible. Yeah. I kind of joke about, it. I'll say, you know, we plan and God laughs. Yeah. You know, because we had all these plans, right? This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is how it's supposed to be happening. And this is what it should look like. And it's kind of like, okay, let me just back this up. And I'll stop here for a split second and just say that, you know, we, um, I grew up, you know, Hispanic and my mother was arrested when I was really young because they thought she was illegal. And I remember sitting on the police bench. And so what I think is, is I think somebody's saying, pay attention. You know, I think from the COVID thing to now, you know, 
the 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 murder of of Mr. Floyd, who was one of many. I mean, let's just say that one of many. And I heard something yesterday on the talk, and we kind of remind me of the talk, you know. And one of the ladies said, um, who was white, she said, I always say I'm not racist. And she said, and I'm not racist. She said, what I know is just saying you're not racist is not enough. I've got to do. And so what I think is all of this, wouldn't you agree, when you ladies agree, all of this has had such an impact on how we um, perceive what we do and how we perceive what others do. Well, and I think too, you know, when we say we're not racist, I think just in saying that tells us that we are. There's yeah. so much that we have to learn. We have to be open to the discussion. Um, I was just talking to somebody yesterday who um, they have a biracial family and she said, you know, I looked at her and I said, I can't tell you I know what it feels like yeah. because I don't know what it feels like. Yeah. I have okay. no idea what it feels like every day when your 17 year old son gets in a car and drives away from home and you, they have had the conversation before this ever happened. His dad has had the conversation with him. This is what you should do as a black man if you get pulled over. Wow. Wow. And that's, that is so that you, poignant. That you have to have that conversation is not yeah. right. Well, and I think, um, like I said, I didn't want to get off on that, but Kathy, you and I actually did an episode one time on proper acknowledgement. Yes. It was, um, I think, I, after my mother passed away, and then I lost a brother a year later, and then my dad, and people would say, oh, I understand, sweetheart, or oh, I know what you're, and it's like, we, I did a whole series on that, and we talked about it, and I think that we talked to our team about, like, don't say, I understand, Unless you've had a root canal, wake or you've had a toothache, wake you up in the middle of the night and you almost drown from the water because you're keeping cold water on it so it doesn't hurt, don't be saying, I understand how you feel. Because you don't. It's better to say, I can't imagine how you feel. I've never had a toothache wake me up in the night. I've never had, I've never lost a parent. I think that is so important to not say, to not minimize how we acknowledge things. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a big we deal. We went back and forth with the acknowledgement of our team on it because, you know, our team, I think... I think everyone in the country can feel, again, you know, I know you don't want to go too far off on this, but everyone in the country can feel this movement different yeah. this time, I think. And I think it's very important, you know, we kind of went back and forth of how do we address this through our practice and how do we address this social media? And, you know, we want to validate our team and we want to let our team know that we're with them because a lot of our team are down in, you know, Washington, D.C. We're very close to the White House and they're there and they're marching and, you know, they're, you know, doing all of these things because they want to be heard. And we, not only even so much had to, to acknowledge things for our personal belief systems, but also to support the team that has such a big, yes. you know, it's, it's inside them. It's this inherent wanting to make a difference inside, excuse me, of the team. Yeah. So it's, and it's, you know, Beverly, I think it, it's interesting because I, I think a lot of it's how you grow up, right? I mean, Chuck grew up in a community that was one county over from the largest Ku Klux Klan area in the state of Texas. I mean, literally, you could drive through that town. Um, there were billboards that said terrible things, and they, they were up for years. You would see crosses burning. I mean, like, it was significant, right? But he said, I didn't grow up being racist because I didn't grow up with anybody except white people. What's very interesting to me is where we are now. I mean, you know, so he married a Hispanic lady. His lead assistant is a beautiful black woman. I mean, she is beautiful. And so we have so much color in our practice that for us, I mean, we, we talk about it yesterday at our team meeting. We talked about it. Everybody went around the table and 
said, you know, how are you feeling? Do you need to say anything? And we all cried. I mean, we, we cried and talked. And what's, what's really interesting to me is that when you don't see color, right, you don't, maybe we, maybe we were too lackadaisical, right? Because we, we don't talk about it because it's like, it's obvious. Look, look at us. And I work with several companies in, you know, in, in the Salt Lake City area. And I remember saying to one of my friends who has a company there, I said, you know, I love working with you guys, but you guys have really got, got to get some diversity in here. You got a lot of white dudes, you know, running around in skinny jeans. And the truth is there are women, there is color and you have none. And I mean, I, you hate to say that, but it's like, I, I thought that, you know, a year ago when I was visiting with some of them. So it's interesting how our businesses have a face, right? And it's like some of us are in areas where we serve, them, uh, you know, many cultures and because there's a university here, a lot of that happens. But, you know, I think that that helps some too. You know, Kathy, is your patient base somewhat that way? Uh, yes, actually, we have a very diverse patient base, and it's really when we first moved here, it wasn't like that. Milwaukee is very European in its ethnicity, a lot of German and Irish and Polish and all that. But it's interesting because we purchased a practice from a doctor, and we see now that he wasn't very welcoming to anybody that didn't look like him. And now our practice is very diverse because we've opened our arms up to people that necessarily don't look like us and don't have the same jobs as us and, and don't live the same lifestyles. And so it's very rewarding for me because I always think, what can I learn from someone else? And it's not just about color. It's about uh, cultural um, traditions, yeah. you know, the different traditions and things. We always find that so interesting living in Milwaukee, being so diverse, to learn about different restaurants where the food is different than what we're used yeah. to. You know, it's just, there's just a whole different mindset around that, that I think I'm fortunate that we've been open to that. But I think that we need to, we need to have a voice and say that we don't live on an island. Yeah. You know, this is not an island. We, there's a lot of wonderful things to experience out there and just open yourself up to it. Beverly, what about you guys? And like I said, I know, and you know, but we're going to do what we're going to do. That's why, that's why we get to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you, we, we are in a melting pot of just culture and all of those things being as close as we are to DC. So our team very much represents that. We have every culture, we have every religion, we have everything happening happening under our roof. So the fortunate part of that is that we're able to connect and communicate with a lot of patients on a lot of different cultures and, you know, all of those things. Um, Carl and I had a fortunate opportunity a couple of years ago. We have a Hispanic dental assistant and we were able to purchase her citizenship for her so that she could become a U.S. citizen. So we got to attend the citizenship ceremony and it was one of the most moving things that I've ever seen that to come to, you know, come to be somebody to become a U.S. citizen. And it was a very nice thing and, and oh, cool. it's just wonderful. So we, we're, we're fortunate that we get a lot of all of the, uh, we get the hodgepodge of everything and it's wonderful. We love it that way. So, yeah. and our team is very representative of that as well. Yeah, yeah I, I forget question. because we're so close to D.C. and that does make a big difference. Oh, sure, sure. So I have a question, Beverly, when you talk about this team, during this time off, what is it that you guys did to yeah. stay in touch, to make sure that you guys came back still a team. We Zoomed a lot. Uh, we had some hap Zoom happy hours. We, we stole a, uh, a little piece of wonderful, fun treats from Signo Family Dental of some photographs that we took for our team. And I, I, I actually, you know, when I called Kathy, I said, 
Kathy, can I steal this idea from you? Because it's so amazing. And she said, yes, that's what we're all here for. We're here to share. Yeah. So we stole ideas and we got them drawing and we pulled out their artistic talents and we made photos and we posted all over our social media. Uh, we were able to actually do something else in our community where we were able to, there was a nursing home, you know, and, and as you know, in the news, all of these nursing homes had this huge thing happening, you know, during COVID and right. closures and outbreaks. And we were able to, through a community network of people found out that these nurses and people, essential workers in the nursing homes didn't have any access to their vending machines, didn't have access to snacks. And yeah. you would think that's no big deal, bring a snack from home, whatever. But these yeah. 12 and 13, 14 hour days, these are things that, you know, they're important to make sure. So we grabbed the community, we pushed it all out on social media. We were able to get a ton of snacks, delivered them to all the nursing homes. Three weeks, they were able to have probably very big sugar rushes. <laughs> If it's good for business, let's do it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not the most healthy thing, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so now the truth comes out, right? Exactly. No, it's really cool. I think hard tucked in the Twix bar, you know, we suck our cards. <laughs> yeah, I have, we have a couple of, uh, we're a block from the hospital and um, the administrator at the hospital, I've written about a couple of times because he was there when I had my stroke and he's just an amazing guy. And so I would check on him regularly and we'd see the press releases and um, both of the directors are of both hospitals here are patients. So we would kind of stay in the loop, but we, um, we actually, there's a, a larger, it's Texas A&M Physicians Group. It's a, it's a big group here that they make the rounds and that sort of thing. And they, they were doing it with these students, right? And they were taking, the, all the students would go in in each room and now they, are, they assigned them and it was much different. And we actually, um, you know, Chuck, Chuck volunteered me, Kathy, as we talk about that, right? Like <laughs> Bet Johnson says, volunteer me. Um, she said, Chuck said, um, we're going to take lunch, you know, to, to the, to the group. I want you to take lunch to the group. Well, I mean, there's like 40 people. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And so he said, I would like you to do a home cooked meal. And I was like, okay. So you know what it was? It was like a big thing of pulled pork and chips and coleslaw. But I mean, they were so appreciative and, and it's like, I've never been there as a patient, but it wasn't about that. Right. And so I think that's the cool thing. It's like, I, I feel better because I, Kathy and I had some down in the dumpers and Beverly, I saw a little video of you in our little private group. We all had it, right? We all went down. We went low. I mean, it's like I found that I was much better for myself if I was doing something for somebody else. Yeah. And it's like, it's weird how that works to me that as long as, you know, it's like if I'm not focusing on me and my poor, poor me, and I can do for somebody else, it, it's just better. I mean, I, I feel like I feel better. Yes. It really yeah, is. I think that's, I think that's, that's the interesting thing. So well, what you know, that helps you, you, you come back? I'm sorry, Kathy, go ahead. You mentioned that, you know, that little, this group that we're in that we share on social media and things like that. We have this little private group. And I have to tell you that that was a big thing for me yes. to be able to go there, get support from someone, non-judgment. There was no judgment. Yes. If you had a bad day, you could just go there and you were lifted up. Yes. Um, Funny things were posted, you know, different memes and different jokes and things like that. So I found that during that time, having a supportive group of people behind you yeah. really makes a difference. Between Becky Mosier and Jules Varney, I mean, there's enough laughter for, like, you know, a century, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to Grace for putting that group together because it is really, it's a place. And I was thinking about this. Um, I did a webinar for ADOM yesterday and I was, I tell this story about what's a movie that you watched and you really ugly cried. And I was thinking okay, it wasn't a movie. I was thinking about where I was and I ugly cried, right? <laughs> I was in the movie, <laughs> but you, but it's the truth. I mean, I think about how 
it, it's such a different place right now. And a lot of these businesses that have to go back at 25 or 50% capacity, those of us who know the bottom line at a dental office know that at 25 or 50% capacity, you know, there are many practices that won't be in business if it's at 25 or 50% capacity, because you don't hit your profit margin many times until that 40%, 30, and depending on what it is in lab fees. But I mean, it's like, as good as it is that people get to go back, there are still some real limitations. And I think I that's fortunate. I was fortunate to, you kind of mentioned how you, you know, doing something for someone else made you feel good. I was a little selfish, I do have to admit, for, for portions of the, of the two months. And I did focus some of my business and that allowed me to, free up what's happening now, which is reopening and giving me time to do that, where I'm not so much focused on the business because I was able to set things. I did Mar Margie's uh, Schaller's course, yes. and I know yes. you're doing some things with her as well, which I look forward to doing some of those too, but that was probably one of the best things I've ever done. Yes. I've just, she's, she's just a wonderful, amazing person. I was so impressed and it was, I learned so much in an hour and a half. So yeah. you know, it wasn't, it didn't take a long time. It was an amazing thing. So I was a little selfish in some, some parts of things of getting myself reorganized, you know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good thing. I mean, we had another one yesterday, the, the workshop that we're doing with helping people get results from their stories. And we had Tony on, Kathy, um, you know, he, he did one of ours. And the people we had yesterday, one of them was from a product or service, like a, um, a technology and somebody else was a speaker. And then, you know, it, it's always different. But it amazes me. I get off and I'm like, I, and, and Chuck said, you're so different after y'all do, you guys do those workshops. And I said, because it's so cool to see the light go off and somebody's like, God, I've been telling that story to make people laugh. I've been telling that story because it fit right there. I never realized I could tell the story and add two or three things and actually get the result I wanted. So for me, it's like I told him, I said, you know how you say, like I go in and I, 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 do, a, I do a procedure from start to finish. Like this is what I do and I finish things, right? I said, I do so many things that are just not finished, right? I mean, I mean, you, you guys know this. We go in and we start something and then they say, hey, can you come in here? Um, he wants you to come talk to this patient. And it's like, okay, I was, I'm back. I mean, it's, ha it happen it's happened to me every day that I've been in there. And I've, I've been in there every Tuesday and part of the day on Wednesday. And it's like, that was my commitment. But I'm telling you, doing those workshops, it's like falling off a log to me. I feel so good. He said, you have so much energy when you finish this. Why aren't you this way after a day at the office? I'm like, well, I got to tell you. <laughs> It's a lot harder work, right? I mean, it's like, cause you just don't know what you're going to get into. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that's so different. I've been an assistant again some days. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's that bad. It's that real. <laughs> yeah. we, it's really interesting because we have a new uh, assistant who speaks beautiful Spanish. Her English is not as good, but we have a large Hispanic base. So we are really glad to get her. And I didn't get a chance to work with her really before COVID. And so after COVID I've been in there and there were, they had a patient in one room. It turned into a surgical extraction and, you know, because you have to watch how people come in and out. And so if we can do some safe name dentistry, it's great, right? If, as long as you can do everything else. And I said, Chuck, let's do it. I said, I, he said, okay. And so she was so worried because I was in there with him. And so she came in there and she said, doctor, your wife knows how to work, how to do this. And so <laughs> it was really cute because she had no idea. And he said, you can go finish what you're doing. We've got this. And you know, she just kind of looked, but it's like, I'm like you, it's like chair side is different. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I assisted for years. Kathy, you did too. I mean, we've all assisted. Oh, yeah. It's a little, it's, it is different. You know I mean? It's different. And that's a lot of stuff to wear. And I am in a stage in my life where I have my own personal summer with me every day. So, you know, now we've added to the 14 day out protocol is, you know, you, you'll find that our office was cool before. It's cold now due to all the clothing that they have to wear and the mask and that sort of thing. Could you bring your own blanket or wrap? Because, you know, we had blankets before, right? But 
the, just the whole COVID thing. And so it's funny how once you went back, every like now the the call list for 14 days out has changed. We added this, we added this, because we want them to know this is what's going to be happening. And I think that's the big piece of it. Yeah. And I've become, uh, I know I've said, we've talked about this. I think I'm going to open a dry cleaners because I've never steamed so many lab coats. Everything came. We opened on Tuesday after Memorial Day and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. The lab coats came Friday afternoon. So I had like 60 lab coats that I had to steam. And I mean, I, my aunt, I was like, wow, this is a whole nother laundry at the office, you know, the amount, because every time someone's walking and taking off a lab coat, you've got to do another one. And it was like, oh, wow, this is a yeah. whole different, whole different ballgame there. We had, we have actually somebody hired just to do, you know, keep up with laundry and. and oh okay. So I, I was going to say, I actually appreciate my assisting and telephone answering skills because I'm not doing the coats. <laughs> So I, I was about to really feel better about yeah, it. Exactly. When Joanne mentioned that she started, you know, she starts all these things and she never finishes them, laundry's mine. It started, <laughs> it's halfway through, it never gets done. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, is, what's in the washer? Oh, hmm. You know, yeah. rewash. <laughs> That's exactly right. You just hit the rewash. So Beverly, we have gone over, which we always do, but we have a good time and people will enjoy it. And you're one of our favorites. So tell me or share with us something how how are we phrasing that kathy like share something that when she came back really made a difference yes T no, tell us something that while at the time off that you want to bring into you know moving forward because we're at the end of six months now so what is it that you learned that moving forward planning for the next six months that you're going to bring into it that you've learned yeah the biggest takeaway i think i had is and what i've learned going back in is don't always anticipate that you're going to end with the same result that you believed at the beginning was going to happen oh, wow. because it is, it has just been a whirlwind of people that have been there a long time are no longer there. There's new ones who are stepping into roles that they've never assumed before. And that's an amazing yeah. thing to see. Right. But never assuming we always, we're, we're very, we go along and we do this and this is our day to day and it just boom, 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 boom. Well then all of a sudden stop. Now it's silence, now it's quiet, and now nothing's moving. And so what do we do? We have to look at, don't always assume, tomorrow's not promised. You know, tomorrow's really not promised. And I think the other thing is implementing some of the things. I always really, I mean, as, as managing the practice full time, you guys know you do this too. Really production collections, those, those goals are important. And I stressed over them. I, I literally would stress over them. And now I've realized that why, even now walking in, if we have decided that today we make $1 more than we did yesterday, we're still winning. There's $1 more than we made for the last two months. Yeah, so, that's true. so just not having to put that stress and pressure on to meet all of those certain things and knowing that we're going to be okay. Yeah. We're all going to be okay. Yeah. I think I look, I look at things differently and, you know, as women, and I don't know about you guys, I know Kathy better Beverly than you about this. But for me, you know, I look at that financial thing differently than Chuck does because he's confident and he's, but you know, women traditionally we think, okay, if everything stops. And I mean, as a professional speaker, both our businesses just was like, you know, you hit a brick wall. So there's a little uneasiness and there's some um, concern. I'm going to say, I try to stay away from worry because I think that's a tool of the devil and he loves to use it on me. But, you know, what I found was I, I kept thinking about, because we, 
example, we love having our, we have a beautiful, beautiful yard. I really do. I have beautiful flowers. It's a, a beautiful, we have a beautiful yard. We love being outside in the yard. And we have somebody that this time of year, they're taking care of the yard every week. You know, they're cutting it. And then one week they'll do the shrubs, one week, whatever. It's like when I called them uh, and we said, we, we don't want you to do the yard every week. We want you to do the yard every other week. And I was literally, I was so like, for me, that was like, okay, should we do that? Or should we not do that? And it's like, it's fine. The grass is a little taller one week. There is no big deal. And all I can think about is like, do you know that I saved this guy having to bend over another patient to do that's it's like you look at everything differently yeah. you, do. you know or I, I got them closer to a bonus because I don't know I did you guys find that I mean I just it's like I need less I, I hate to say that exactly. no that's exactly what it is exactly what it's it is true I said, though, however, I never realized I could spend so much money at the grocery store in my life. When you oh. eat every meal at home, you don't go out to eat because we do go out a couple times a week yeah. and now we don't go out to eat. And there's three of us here and I'm spending $300 a week and I'm thinking, yeah. what am I buying? But the refrigerator's yeah. empty at the end of the week because yeah. we're home all the time. But we have never sat down and had meals together this much. Yeah. Yeah. that we're sitting there and talking. It's always, oh, let's run upstairs in front of the TV because we've been working all day. To be able to sit down and spend quality time with your family, there's no amount of money that's worth that. Yeah, no amount of money. True. It's absolutely true. I think that's exactly what it is. You know, we even, now we've decided, one of the things that we've also done since we've been back is we, have, we take, you know, several PPOs and other insurance policies and we've decided, it's just not worth it for, you know, not looking at that in a negative way. We're still going to have those patients come. We're still going to take amazing care of them, but we need to make our time count. Yes. Yeah. Our time has to count more now yeah. than ever. And he deserves that. Amen. He, I think for me, he those doctors deserves yeah. that much. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how I always feel when I look at something like that. I think, you know, that for that care, skill and judgment, what a bargain for them, you know, and it is, your time is much more valuable. I mean, we have, I, me, uh, where I am, I feel like I have a birthday this weekend and I was telling Chuck this morning, I said, you know, I have fewer tomorrows than I have yesterdays at this point. And what I know is I'm going to really covet those tomorrows and make sure that when we have time to do the things that we want to do, it's really about connecting. It's not about where we are or the resort where, I mean, it's like, it's just not that. I mean, all of a sudden you realize what, what you can get by with. And I think that's, I think Beverly hit the nail on the head. It's like, they deserve it. And an off the record note, we did that a couple of years ago. We, we'd never, every practice we'd ever owned was fee for service. And when we bought this one, they were on 32 plans. And Kathy, I'll tell you, within a year, we were off every one of them and we had done four times what he'd ever done. So we have a little set of scripts I'd love to share with you off the thing. It worked really, you know, it worked really well. But that whole thing is about need and need connecting. You know, we care about you and, and he cares about you, but here's the truth. After this, things have changed. We'd love to keep you as patients. And we really kept a lot of them. As a matter of fact, they'll refer a lot of patients. So it's been, it's, 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 it's still teaching us, right? That's even once now they, they leave and then they come back, you know, they leave for a little while and they come back and then they're yeah. like, I feel the difference here. And if it's a little bit more, who cares? Amen. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? They really do. They really do. Well, ladies, we've managed to go a little over, which I absolutely love. Um, you know, Kathy, what would you share as we part? You know, I think what I would share is um, be present. Through this, that was the one thing that I realized that so many times I'm not present. 
Mm. I'm just, I'm there, yeah. but I'm not there. So let's move forward and be present. And I can't wait to hug you ladies and see you again. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Beverly, how about you? I think just do it. Just go with it. Just do it and just keep moving and know that when you fall down, you've got a support system or you've got somebody upstairs looking out for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, um, it's been amazing. And, you know, we really, we appreciate those of you who watch and tune in and we promise to honor your inbox and continue to bring you things that we hope will um, shed some light and shed some love on where you are. So thanks for being with us. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. And we look forward to seeing you on the road. Signing off live from Aggieland, this is Mel on Air.